This is Gray Man Media Content. Devin, what's up, man? <laughs> I wasn't ready. How do we even get here? Bro. I know, man. <laughs> I can taste the colors and smell the hair. That's not how that works. <laughs> I can hear my hair growing, man. <laughs> I hope not. It must be all that CIA shit. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Gets High. I mean, takes a bite. No. 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 A podcast where we talk about conspiracies and shit. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about MK Ultra's totally real thing. <laughs> it's like government conspiracies, man. Totally, man. I know. <laughs> Let's take a bite. Wait a second. I climbed into the hills. I I would I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. FBI, open up! One type is about three feet tall, very dark. Not humanoid at all. Yeah, lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. What a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> that's dang it. No, I, I can't wait. It's <laughs> gonna be a fucking great episode already. I can tell. See, I did plan that ahead of time. You came in on some shit today. I feel it. I feel the energy. It's much better than last week. Well, we're not talking about the bullshit, you know, Hollywood conspiracies. I mean, that great episode you told me you to listen to. <laughs> last week, we, no. See, the thing is, is, the last couple of weeks you've chosen topics where we both agree. Mm. At the, end, man. at the end of <laughs> at the end of Sheep Man, I believe you were like, you know, the more I do this sober, I think I just don't believe in the <laughs> shit that I'd be talking about. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> shit. What are we talking about today, Dev? Fuck, isn't that your line? <laughs> Dude, I think we're covering. Oh, um, that's right. Sorry, it must be all this LSD, man. No. No, Lucy's not here. She she's not hanging out with us today. No, you're right. She's in the sky <laughs> with diamonds. diamonds. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. John Lennon did not die for you to make corny ass jokes on this fucking podcast. You know he deserves way more respect. You're right. <laughs> fuck Paul. <laughs> Paul's dead. Well, <laughs> 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 fuck. I was gonna do a Paul joke there. I don't know. I don't know if I could do Poe, man. Poe McKit. It's me, Poe. <laughs> Can I paint you a picture? With a thousand words, Devin? Imagine if you were like... Wait, hold on, Devin. What? Devin. Yeah. Imagine if all the people... Uh-huh. Tell me the next line. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> You're like my dad. <laughs> 
He said the same shit to me all the time, and now guess what? I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, this song came out before I was born. Imagine all the people. Next on. Living for today. There's no heaven. Countries. Hard to do. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Or die for God damn it Religion Yeah you got it Yeah Okay alright I'll leave you alone So what about MK Ultra man? He forgot how to start The fucking show <laughs> No we're just gonna Keep that of the first part That was great What are you talking about So what's going on Devin You're doing a weird accent No um, man It's not an accent man It's a state of mind <laughs> You are sober I know <laughs> My own life man <laughs> Let me know how that is Pretty boring <laughs> <laughs> It's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we're talking about the MK Ultra. Are you gonna project. do this a whole episode or probably <laughs> <laughs> just need to be mentally prepared. <clears throat> or a- for short, MK Ultra. Yeah. It's a code name given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, otherwise known as the CIA. Your accent's changing. I know. It's hard to be a stoner, man. I want to walk through walls, though. <laughs> Some of which are illegal. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I'm back now. Hi. The high war off. That was a, that was a quick, man. <laughs> well, it's edited. <laughs> So experiments on humans were intended to develop procedures and identify drugs such as LSD to be used on an interroga- in interrogations in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through brainwashing or psychological torture. The project was organized through the Office of Scientific Intelligence for the CIA and coordinated with United States Army Biological Warfare Laboratories and other code names for drug-related experiments were named Project Bluebird and Project Artichoke. Mm-hmm. Somebody got hungry. <laughs> yeah. Or they, like, named it something really dumb. That way, if anybody ever found the files, they'd be like, oh, that's not worth anything. If I saw something named Project Artichoke, I would have to read it. <laughs> that's because you're a nutcase. No, I'm not like... What did they do to the artichoke? <laughs> Artichokes aren't real. <laughs> it's a government it's a conspiracy. conspiracy. <laughs> Fuck. Next time, well, we'll take a bite. So, Devin, um, yeah, that's just a little intro here on uh, MK Ultra, <laughs> man. Well, you know about it, man. Uh, a fair deal. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear some comments, man. Like, what do you What do you got for me? Man? Um, Scooby Snack. Well, I mean, at the beginning, and I I know that you're mostly paraphrasing, but uh, actually, LSD was found by a scientist named Hoffman. His last name was Hoffman. I oh, he found his... the drug. He created yeah. the drug. Well, the way, it, <clears throat> if I remember how it went correctly. He was trying, he was a chemist that was trying to come up with a uh, medicine for high blood pressure or maybe blood, blood circulation or something like that. And he was growing cultures on like rye bread and stuff like that. And apparently, 
LSD grows on rye bread given the right what? yeah given the right conditions. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I thought that's how they make penicillin. That's yeah. It's it's similar. It's, that's that's the same like branch of of medicine that he was trying to follow the path of. Mm. So he was trying to make something similar. Uh, I guess using mold and bacteria to and, make a, and rat poison and battery acid <clears throat> and, and uh, that's not what LSD is made of. No. Definitely poison it. No, dude. Yeah. No. You used to do strychnine. No. It is a very natural compound, sir. It is? Yeah. Really natural, actually. I swear I could taste the rat poison when I took it. Mm, no. It's easy, It's way easier <coughs> to synthesize than that. We're going to Google what's in LSD. I mean, just Google how they found it. I don't know about it. I'm not, I, I'm not talking about the street drug. I don't know what they put in that. I would assume that they're just they're chemists making LSD the same. Well, I guess LSD would be different <clears> than acid because acid or lysergic acid dilithamine is a also known colloquially as a psychedelic drug. Effects typically infested through thoughts, emotions, sensory perception at a sufficiently high doses. LSD manifests primarily visual as well as auditory hallucinations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> dilated pupils increase blood pressure and increased body temperature are typical. So look up look up how Hoffman found it. 20-hour typical. Yeah, in my experience, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously the peak's a lot less, but mm. <clears throat> I certainly can't sleep within 24 hours. Albert Hoffman. Oh, there you go, Albert. I couldn't remember. It's Albert Hoffman, 11th of January, 1906, through the 29th of April 2008 uh, was his time of being alive. Was a Swiss <laughs> was a Swiss, Swiss yeah yeah was Swiss, a Swiss yeah. chemist known best for being the first person to synthesize, ingest, and learn of the psychedelic effects of lethargic acid diethylamine. Um, brave fucking guy, just like hell. I'm just gonna put this shit in my body, see what the fuck happens. I mean, he was a chemist. I'm sure he knew his shit to some degree. Okay. But yes, no, brave for sure. Uh, Hoffman was also the first person to isolate, synthesize, and name the principal psychedelic mushroom compound psilocybin in... Did not know that. So, he, yeah, so apparently he identified psilocybin originally. Authored more than 100 in scientific articles. Okay, so we're definitely going to have some reading to do now. Um, in numerous books, including LSD, Mindstrogenkind, in English, LSD, My Problem Child, and in 2007, he shared first place with, with Tim Berners-Lee in a list of 100 greatest living geniuses published by the Daily Telegraph newspaper. You want to look up how he found that? How he found that list, Uh-huh. History of AIDS. Nope. <laughs> it's not the right link, bro. It's not the right link. All right, so Hoffman didn't discover the drug's hallucinogenic effects until 1943 when he accidentally ingested a small amount of the perceived and perceived extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colors. That must have been some really potent. Well, so I also, uh, again, <coughs> way back when, I watched a documentary on it, and um, the amount that he took was like the equivalent of, I mean, it was it, it, way more than what you would typically dose yourself with to have a good time. This is true. <clears throat> and I heard that part as really before as well. And it, this, it does confirm um, from the History Channel, because, you know, they don't ever lie. Uh, <laughs> he was working with a chemical found, ergo, a fungus that grows naturally on rye bread and other grains. 
So that is confirmed. Um, three days later, in, on April 19th, 1943, he took a larger dose of the drug as uh, Hoffman rode home from work on his on bicycle yeah. <laughs> during World War II. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, restrictions made uh, automobile travel off limits. Uh, he experienced the world's first intentional acid trip. Uh, years later, April 19th, came to be celebrated by some recreational LSD users as uh, for Bicycle Day. Mm. So Bicycle Day is all about LSD. Didn't know that. I mean, trip on some acid and go, <clears throat> go for a bike ride on a nice day. I know people who do that. It's probably amazing. I've never done it. I'm sure it is. And probably terrifying because I see how people <clears throat> drive sober. I mean, I'm, I mean, even just walking around, dude, it was a great time. I enjoyed every <clears throat> minute of it. I spent um, a shit ton of time inside the apartment for about 10 hours. <laughs> really fucked up. And uh, then I went outside, and I was like, that was the best four days of my life. I didn't. I, I won't tell the story here, but because uh, I've already told it on a different podcast. But uh, the first time I ever did acid, we ran from the LMPD. And we got caught by the LMPD. What? Yeah, it was a great time. Was it? Oh, I guess I can't ask that here. What? What was the charge? Oh, they didn't charge us with anything. Then why were they chasing you? Okay, so I'll tell the story real quick. Just cops being cops? Real, real quick. We weren't supposed to leave the apartment. We ended up leaving the apartment. We walked to Fern Creek Park all the way around to Bargetown Road. It was about 3 a.m. Michael kept saying, I hope the cops don't come. I hope the cops don't come. I hope the cops don't come. Finally, cop drives right by us. We're almost to Speedway. That's where we were going. We wanted to buy cigarettes because when you're on acid, you just chain smoke like a motherfucker. Cops drive by us. They are turning. They start to turn. We assume three guys walking on Bartstown Road at 3 a.m. We're fucked. They're doing a UE to come get us. So we dip. And we, uh, Michael eats shit. We're running behind the <laughs> Fern Creek bowling alley. <coughs> Michael eats shit, gets back up, keeps running. We end up, me and Michael, just by ourselves behind the b- bowling alley. We're like, where the fuck is Zach? Cops call Michael on Zach's phone because Zach stopped. Because Zach, thank God, was thinking, wait a second, we don't have anything on us. We're not doing anything wrong. Why are we running? So he stops, gives the, the cop the phone. He goes, Michael, why are you running? And me and my, Michael goes, we're caught, bro. So we walk back out front. And I'm not kidding. I verified this with everybody involved. These are the most diesel LMPD officers ever. And we're trying to talk to them straight. Their face is doing this whole thing. <laughs> And they're like, bro, y'all, th- you're three chubby white dudes trying to run from the cops with your shoes untied. We looked down. All three of our shoes are untied. <laughs> anyway, I tell them, they're like, you guys just out here smoking weed? Like, yeah. He's like, you don't have anything on you? No warrants or anything? No. All right. Jessica came, came to pick us up. Me and Zach now got away from the cops, so we're like, fuck yeah, we can do anything. Walk into the speedway to get cigarettes. I can barely function. I can't even get the card into the card reader. <laughs> We've the, the split second of, oh, we can handle anything now was immediately gone. Yeah. That was wild. First time tripping. Well, it was scary as shit. I never got any cool visuals. Oh, dude, tons of them. I got, I never really saw anything that wasn't there except for once. It was like a ball of light, very, very briefly. But yeah, lots of like kaleidoscope and. I see. I wish I would have done that. I grabbed my handrail on the balcony. I really amped up. I grabbed the handrail on my balcony, and I went, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> the pain of the balcony. I didn't. Under, I don't know what I was talking about. I was high as shit. <laughs> but it was really cool. On mushrooms, I hugged a tree. Mushrooms are fun. Mushrooms are awesome. I had a really awesome trip. And then one of my friends absolutely ruined it. 
Anyway, on shrooms, like one time on shrooms, I was having like this really profound trip. I guess this is kind of important to the story. I mean, because uh, in my opinion, the history and the use of psychedelics is really interesting to me. I don't know. But I was having this really profound trip, something that like was changing me and my my ego, I guess. And my friend just walks up to me, who's also tripping, and goes, isn't it crazy how this is all a filter and none of this will be real when it's over? And I'm like, you fucking asshole. You just ruined my whole thing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're just under the influence of a drug. Thanks, guy. You're an ass. Unless you met life is a filter. The great filter? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, also another interesting thing about the... the <laughs> another interesting thing about the Swiss thing. I didn't even think about this. During uh, World War II, because the Swiss was... Um, what is that called? They didn't choose sides. Uh, neutral. Yeah, they were neutral. They were they were committed to being neutral. They put bombs on all the major roads and bridges that went into Switzerland. That way, if they wouldn't have to fight, they would just stop anybody from coming into the fucking. So that makes sense why he couldn't drive anywhere. Yeah. It was, fucking, it was rigged to fucking blow. <laughs> just Switzerland moves just off the planet. They, they were just prepared to just say, fuck you. You're not getting into the country. Good luck getting over the Alps, assholes. <laughs> I don't fucking know. We got rock. <laughs> <laughs> we got rock. Well, well, that was a nice little tangent. It really right. was, actually. You know, we should do more of that. <laughs> also, yeah, it's somebody who doesn't really, uh, you know, have a lot of experience using drugs or alcohol. That's It's always interesting hearing <laughs> other people's stories. <laughs> I remember not being able to come to one of your fucking acid trip parties because you and Derek looked at me and was like, you can't handle it. And I was like, oh, guys, I can totally handle my shit. And I wasn't invited. You guys are dicks. Oh, I wanted you to come. And also, I... Didn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only one. <laughs> oh, really? That was the only party. Yeah, we did we did LSD a few times. It was a good time. They, he, Derek came over and did it a lot, but I did it once. And I didn't really want to go any further, I guess, because, A, it made me throw up because it just, just tasted nasty. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then I also just was jacked up like I did a shit ton of meth. Not the, I don't know what that's like, but I can imagine <laughs> from the descriptions fun. of Dare... It's fun. What it's like. It's real fun. Yeah, it doesn't sound like fun to me. Don't do it. It's it real, I don't want to do math. It's really, really good. I'm cutting all that. <laughs> I'm just, it, it's scary. I get why people fuck their lives up on it. It's fucking good. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I think about how I feel when I drink and do coke. And it's like. It's kind of like that. It's terrible. Except for, That's terrible. Except for coke magnified by like. 20. Right. So when you do cocaine and alcohol together, uh, it creates a new who chemical. Who are you talking to? It creates a new <laughs> chemical and a new different kind of high. It's not was, the same thing. As that was me for other. two years. I couldn't, I got to the point where I couldn't actually do coke without having alcohol to like balance it. And keep the part about the Swiss thing. Yeah. That's this rock. <laughs> yeah. Rock. <laughs> okay. On right. more notes. Artichoke. <laughs> We've got the right. one paragraph. Fucking right. It all started with artichoke. Fuck. We really got within one paragraph. So the operation was officially sanctioned in 1953, reduced in a scope in 1964, and further curtailed in 1967. You give me this look. I'm I'm waiting for a time to interject. I don't I don't okay. have anything for that. It was officially halted in 1973. The program also engaged in illegal activities, including the use of U.S. citizens and Canadian citizens as its unwitting test subjects. Unbeknownst to them, 
uh, which led to a controversy regarding its legitimacy. <clears throat> MK Ultra used numerous methods to manipulate its subjects' mental states and brain functions. Techniques included the covert administration of high dopes, high doses of psychedelic drugs, especially LSD and other chemicals, electroshocks, and hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, and verbal and sexual abuse, in addition to other forms of torture on these citizens that the CIA basically kidnapped. Do you want to explain why they were doing these things? The scope of the pro- of Project MK Ultra was very broad, with activities carried out under the guise of research at more than 80 institutions, including colleges, universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated using the front of those organizations as cover, although sometimes top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement and the testing being done. Uh, Project MKUltra was was first brought to public attention in 1975 by a church committee of the United States Congress, Gerald Ford's United States Presidential President's Commission on CIA Activities. That was the first indictment of the information of CIA activities within the United States. Do you know why they they started all this, though? It was also known as the Rockefeller Commission. So... um Back at the beginning of the Cold War, um, there was a, a monarch in Hungary. And uh, basically, he was, like, charged with, like, crimes against the state of Hungary. And he was obviously, like, he, he was, uh, you know, innocent. And he kept telling the people that he was innocent. Um, and then when he went to trial, he completely changed his tune. And he admitted to everything. Um, but when... but. During the trial, he seemed almost like in a dreamlike state and kind of robotic and stuff. And so, th- so the CIA assumed that the the Kremlin, the, the USSR, had perfected some kind of mind control technique. And so they flipped the fuck out and they were like, yo, we need to get on our shit. So that's kind of how, well, it started with Bluebird, right? And Project then went to Artichoke. Well, I thought it was Project MK Ultra, then Bluebird, and then Artichoke. Oh, you had the dates in there, right? Yes. The Bluebird, Bluebird uh, was first. Let me go up one whole paragraph real quick. I think. Let's get the dates. There's no dates. Um, it was this, all the same thing um, ran by the CIA and Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. The code names for the same drug-related experience was Project Bluebird and Project Artichoke and Project MKUltra. It had three different classification names. I wonder why I'm getting that wrong then. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> no worries. <clears throat> Again, it, it's been a really long time since I've done any research on this. And we'll get more probably into dates as we go along, as well as I do believe we have that exact story, if not um, more detail, on the reasoning behind it all coming up. Right after these messages. This episode has been brought to you by Hooked on Phonics. Having trouble <laughs> reading? No, it isn't. <laughs> I'm just bringing it back. Investigative efforts were hampered by CIA Director Richard Helms' order that all MKUltra files be destroyed in 1973. The Church Committee and the Rockefeller Commission investigations relied on the sworn testimony of direct participants and on the relatively small number of documents that had survived Helms' destruction order. In 1977, a Freedom of Information Act, also known as a FOIA, request uncovered a cache of 20 
thousand documents relating to Project MK Ultra, which led to Senate hearings later that year. Some surviving information regarding MK Ultra was declassified in 2001. In December of 2018, Declassified documents, including a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs, made it to print out. Turn and stop via remote control and brain implants were part of those files. Project Artichoke led to Project MK Ultra, which began in 1953. <clears throat> there we go. I don't. I don't have anything on Bluebird though. I, I can't find that for some reason. Probably just another code name. No, I mean I can find the word Bluebird in association, but I can't figure out when Bluebird started. The project of MK Ultra subprojects were approved in June 9th, 1953. You're right. Right there. So in combination <laughs> of the diagraph, MK Ultra indicating that sponsorship of technical services staff or TSS and World Ultra, which formally designated the most secret classification of World War II intelligence. Other related cryptonyms include Project MK Naomi and Project MK Delta. Whoa. So it's been this is a big this is big operations, basically. The origin of the project, uh, according to author Steven Keisner, uh, the CIA project was a continuation of work begun in World War II era Japanese facilities and Nazi concentration camps on subduing and controlling human minds. Kaiser wrote that MK Ultra's use of mescaline on unwitting subjects was a practice that Nazi doctors had begun in the uh, Dashu concentration camp. Uh, Kaisner proposes evidence of the continuation of Nazi agenda, citing that CIA secret recruitment of Nazi tutors, scientists, to continue the experimentation on thousands of subjects as Nazis brought to Fort Derrick, Maryland, and instruct CIA officers on lethal uses of sarin gas. Um, now, in a quick break here, let's point, put a pin in this. Isn't it weird that all these conspiracy theories and things that we talk about keep coming back to Nazi? Like A lot of, well, the Central Intelligence Agency was founded after World War II, I believe. Because before that, before that, it was the OSS. Yes, I know, but, uh, but a lot of this stuff comes from, like, you know, uh, what is it, black forums or black pages uh, from the CIA and stuff like that. There's any time you have any kind of secrecy in government, you know, obviously there's going to be some conspiracies. Yeah, but like, uh, everything that I talk about on the show seems to come back to Germany, Nazi World War II. It's almost as if that event was a huge, 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 huge core, um, like pinnacle moment in this version of our universe. Yeah, it was. What if yeah. it never happened? What kind of world would we be in? Well, I would point you to alternate alternative history or alternate history hub. It's oh, a great really? YouTube channel. Is it really? Yeah, he does stuff like that. Awesome. He has one where it's like it's like four parts. It's a lot, but it's like if if Nazi Germany had won World War Two and or it like takes never you down existed? that. I don't know if he has that, but I mean you could look. Yeah, that'd be He's interesting. Got all sorts to of me. stuff. He just did a video where uh, what if the moon was like uh, habitable and it was like green and had oceans and stuff, and how that would change history That's starting so all the dope. way back with like cavemen and stuff That's super dope yeah it's really cool it's a cool youtube channel yeah shout, shout out. out to them yeah, <laughs> yeah. give us sponsors <laughs> let us know if you want to work with us bro y'all say, go ahead and say the name <laughs> yeah. again alternate history hub 
There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a hanya? No. Hanya? That wasn't me. The project was headed by Sidney uh, Godelib and began on the order of CIA director Alan Dulles. On April 13th, 1953, the aim was to develop mind-controlling drugs for use against Sov- uh, Soviet bloc in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, North Korea use of mind control techniques on U.S. prisoners during war in the Korean War. <clears throat> now, the CIA wanted to use similar methods on their own captives, but they were also interested in manipulating foreign leaders with s- the similar techniques, so devising several schemes to f- drug Fidel Castro. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You mean the U.S. government was trying to topple a government? What? I mean, couple governments. <laughs> that they would never. <laughs> it often can. Conducted- Bay of Pigs. What? <laughs> yeah. More on that later. <laughs> it often conducted experiments without subjects' uh, knowledge or consent. In some cases, academic researchers were found through grants from CIA. Uh, front organizations, but were unaware that the CIA was using their work for these purposes, so they say. Uh, the project attempted to produce a further uh, truth drug for interrogating suspected Soviet spies during the Cold War, and to explore other possibilities of mind control. Now, their sub-project 54 was the Navy's top secret perfect conclusion program, or they also called it perfect concussion program. Perfect concussion program. Perfect concussion program. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which was supposed to be used as sub-oral uh, frequency blast to erase the memory and program supposedly was never carried out. Oh, but guess what that means, Devin? It's completely possible that the government actually has a little silver stick with a red light on it that wipes your memory. Just like Men in Black. I don't know about that. Yeah. But- I mean, that's what that we we're working on, but they said, oh, it never worked. Oops, we're just going to stick this in the door somewhere. <laughs> when has that ever been a fact? So most MK Ultra records were destroyed in 1973 by order of CIA Director Richard Helms. So it has been difficult for investigators to gain a complete understanding of the more than 150 funded research subprojects sponsored by MK Ultra in relation to the CIA programs. So another uh, cause for the beginning of this project was the project began during a period of what English journalist Rupert Cornwell described as paranoia at the CIA headquarters. When the U.S. had lost its nuclear monopoly and fear of communism was at its highest, CIA counterintelligence chief James Jesus Anglinton, what the fucking kind of name like that, believes that a mole had been penetrated, had penetrated the organization at the highest of levels. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sound dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just got why they call it a mole. Because it comes from underground? Cause, yeah, because they... Fuck! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, mole, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Use that take. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, no, you definitely keep that in. 
the agency poured millions of dollars into studies examining ways uh, to influence and control the mind, which we already know. Now, some historians assert that one goal of MKUltra and related CIA project was to create Manchurian candidate-style subject. His American historian Alfred W. McCoy has claimed that the CIA attempted to focus media attention on these sorts of ridiculous programs so that the public would not look at the research researchers at the researchers' primary goal, which was effective methods of interrogation. Now, there, the scale of this entire project is pretty vast. Um, one document in, from 1955 of MKUltra actually gives an indication of the size and range of effort that put into the, by the CIA. Uh, it refers to the study of assortment of mind-altering substances Substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. Substances which increase the efficiency of mental and mental perception. Materials which will prevent or counteract prevent or counteract the intoxicating effect of alcohol. It does. It sobers you it, up. Uh, no, it it's just that. It's like when I smoked weed on it, it doesn't do anything. LSD is so fucking it over it overdoes. You know how when you're high on coke, you get you can drink like a fish and it doesn't really feel like you get that drunk, or at least not compared to how much you drink. It, now imagine you just don't get drunk at all, yeah. because the LSD is just way too powerful. Well, materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. That would blow my fucking mind. Yeah. Materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way so that may be used for um, malingering. (laughs) Just in case anybody was wondering, malingering as the international production of false or grossly exaggerated physical or psychological symptoms motivated by external incentives such as avoiding military duty, avoiding work, obtaining financial compensation, or evading criminal prosecution. Basically everything. Malingering. Fun fact. Materials which will render the induction of hypnosis easier or otherwise enhances its usefulness. Substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand prevention, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. And so many other things. Like paralysis of the legs, acute anemia... Basically, they wanted to use this as a um, application for basically a get out of jail free card for anything. So, like, if they could make it seem like you died, or were dying, or extremely ill, just by taking the drug when you're a POW, then it, that would increase your chances of getting released. Or I think it was something m- like that. I think it was more about. It wasn't that they wanted to find one particular drug that did all this. I mean, of course, that would be like the end all be all. But I think it was more like they're pouring millions of dollars into finding multiple solutions to these multiple problems, not necessarily one drug to fix all these things. Now, I mean, that would be cool if you could take a pill and then a little HUD pops up in your eyeball and it says, please select your mode of highness you want. Like, (laughs) what effects would you like to feel for the next five hours? Have you played We Happy Few? Uh uh-uh. uh. I think it's on Game Pass. You should play it. It'll it'll fuck with you. 
Okay, sounds fun. I've been playing Psychonauts too, which is actually it looks interesting. But it's fantastic. It's interesting because the whole Psychonaut game series is kind of about this. Like it kind is of, it? yeah, that's kind of cool. We have a few. You play like a, you have to take this pill called Happy, and like if you don't, you see like the fucked up world around you. And like, uh, like for instance, in like one of the first scenes, they're beating up a pinata, but then you come off your Happy, and it's actually like a dog. Oh my like, fuck. Yeah, and when they're on the happy, they're, they think they're eating candy, but then you're coming down, they're eating, like, the intestines and shit. So a very popular episode of uh, Doctor Who called Gridlock, um, which it aired on April 14, 2007, is really good. Uh, third episode of the third season. It was pretty dope. Um, that there's it's They make other references throughout the show. About this drug uh, patch thing, but it's that was the one I recognized okay. it from. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of other related projects from MK Ultra, uh, or based on the premise of this. It, it kind of really just created this whole, I don't know, cumbersome network of files in secret organization projects and kidnapping and everything like that. But to focus on the main point here, the CIA took college students, people in hospitals, all these other different places, injected them with the drugs and tested things on them, like by torturing them and doing all these other things to them. Sexual abuse happened to a lot of the females and college students and during those programs, mainly probably just because they were sick, you know. Like, just like, hey, I wonder if we could get away with this while they're high on LSD kind of thing. Yeah, like I said at the top of the episode, I think that the, the, the further and further you look into this, I think it was just this um, this guy running the, proje- the projects. Like, one of his assistants said that my job is to get my boss laid. Like, that was something that was said in an interview. What? Yeah. That's wild. That's fucking wild. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah, it was it was something to that effect. It was fucked up. I'm sure that was probably exactly. I mean, I, I don't want to make that claim, but. Yeah. So, like, 1964, MK Search was the name given to a const, uh, a continuation of the MK Ultra program. MK Search program was divided into two projects dubbed MK Often and MK Chickwit. Hmm. Chickwit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Funding research commenced in 1965 and ended in 1971. Uh the project was a joint project between the U.S. Army Chemical Corps and the CIA's Office of Research and Development to find out new offensive use of, uh, for the agents um, <clears throat> with a focus on incapacitating agents. Its purpose was to develop, test, and evaluate capabilities in the covert use of biological, chemical, or radioactive material systems and techniques of producing uh, predictable human behavior using the psychological drugs and changes. But on March 7, 1971, over 26,000 potential agents had been acquired for the future screening. Uh, the CIA was interested in bird migration patterns for chemical and biological warfare, or CBW research. They were going to use birds to spread LSD to the Nazis. Okay. This is the government we put our trust into, people. Just saying. If you get caught with LSD, it's, it's like a felony and like manslaughter or some shit. I think it's a Schedule 2. It, it, you go to jail. 
felony. I think it's a schedule two. <clears throat> uh, I remember hearing or researching at some point that it said something about getting uh, like attempted murder, premeditated murder. That's probably if you like distributing it. Yeah, or if you like were to administer it without the person's knowledge, which is also a, a felony in and of itself. Which our government did, <clears throat> and that's my point. I mean, I, I've never heard of that. I've, I've got to assume that wherever you got that information from is correct. I mean, I would always hope. <clears throat> now, M.K. Often was as a, the other one I spoke of, M.K. Often, <laughs> but I don't talk about it too often, was Shut to deal. the fuck <laughs> up. God. Was to deal with testing on toxicological. Uh, oh, it is a schedule one. You're right. Mm-hmm. Trans. Uh, mystivity and behavioral effects of the drugs in animals and ultimately humans. But to be fair, so is marijuana. So marijuana is the schedule one. You didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? A felony, which means uh, it has no medical benefits. That's what schedule one means. Seriously, isn't that wild? But it's legal now. Well, this is the federal. Well, didn't they just declassify that? It's not federally illegal anymore, right? Uh. I mean, I thought I heard that somewhere. Let me see when this article was published. Uh, M.K. Chickwit was concerned with acquiring information on new drug developments in Europe and Asia and acquiring new samples from the drug. Because as we know from earlier notes, Japan and Asia and Switzerland were the forefront stu- doing the forefront studies on the drug itself. Now, experiments on the American CIA documents suggest that they investigated chemical, biological, and radiological methods of mind control as part of MKUltra. They spent an estimated $10 million or more, roughly $87 million adjusted for in, uh, inflation on this project. I was trying to find anything on Chickwood. I couldn't find anything. It's not very much. They yeah. redacted a lot of things. Remember, they burned everything in 1971. Almost everything. It's a weird one, man. Mm-hmm. Once Project MK Ultra got underway in April 1953, experiments included administering LSD to mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and sex workers. Uh, people basically who couldn't fight back. So towards the end, um, the, one of the agents, one of the, like, the top agents, had, um, had a different job offer at a, a different agency to work in Seattle. Um, and the head of the operation of MK Ultra was like, "No, you should take it. But when you're up there, open up a second, uh, a second like safe house for us." And so basically, the safe house was designed uh, so uh, LSD wasn't working out like the way he wanted it to. So the, so he was thinking, "What if we?" Um, because there had been studies that said that if um, a woman, if you had sex with a woman. Uh, that you were more likely to trust them and you were, you know, spill the, spill the beans. And he was like, what if we combine that? So the safe house, he would actually give give prostitutes and sex workers a get-out-of-free-jail card and, like, $500 bonuses for getting these people up into the safe room, getting them high on LSD, having sex with them, and then, like, cuddling with them and talking to them and stuff, trying to get them to spill the beans, all in the purpose of research, of course. Shit, that shit would work, too, though. Probably. But the this guy was like eighty feet away. the The head of the operation was like eighty feet away, like monitoring. Like the whole room was bugged. One of the one of the guys said, "If you spilled a, cu- a cup of water anywhere in the room, you'd probably get electrocuted." That's how bugged the room was. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's wild. Yeah. 
So it's just weird, man, to think that this guy, I mean, you got to think there's, there's maybe it's research, but also you got some kind of fetish going on, bro. There's some voyeurism. Absolutely. Yeah. That's some, there's some ulterior motives going on. I don't know. This is like, I thought we might go against uh, each other on this one, but I guess we found another thing we agree on. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of proof of it, right? So there's a lot, there's a lot of already declassified shit that happened. So. Yeah. That's true. And he actually got a uh, he got away scot free the the director of this operation because after he destroyed most of the evidence he agreed to testify on behalf of of whatever indictments he had against him. Because government gets whatever. Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking how it works. Yeah. Um. So the CIA. I mean, that's the thing. The CIA wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies uh, defect against their against their will. Yeah. And whether or not Soviets could do the same to CIA and CIA operatives, and yeah, I wish. I mean, maybe we, maybe when we come back for part two, I get a little bit more about the stuff that I know about. But because there's there's some interesting like little stories, like you're covering like the broad, which is perfect. But there's some interesting shit that goes on with this. I'm down with that, hundred yeah. um, percent. So like experiments, other experiments, including LSD, mental patients, uh, prisoners, drug addicts, like you said, sex workers. People who couldn't fight back. Uh, as one agency officer put it, in one case, they administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days consecutively. Fuck. That's a fuck ton. Dude, you don't come back. No, that person's you're, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they already had, like, uh, mental, you know, issues. mental issues. Yeah, you're done, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, they also administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, other government agents and members of the general public to study their reactions. LSD and other drugs were often administered without any of subjects' knowledge or informed consent. A violation of the Nuremberg Code of U- uh, in the U.S. has agreed to follow uh, has agreed to follow after World War II. The aim was, of this was to find drugs which would bring out deep confessions or wipe mi- subjects' minds, clean a program. Such uh, clean and reprogram them as a robot agent. Now, here's the deal. This is where this takes a conspiracy turn for me. And we keep repeating similar information, and there's a reason for that. Because it's consistently the same thing. The government has no problem doing these things to their own people and to the general public without our knowledge or consent. So how do we know that these oversized chicken titties aren't pumped full of some kind of mind-control-altering substances. Moreover, that fact, how do we know that these fucking chemtrails... Yeah, I heard the pop, too. CIA now. Um, How do we know that these goddamn chemtrails in the sky that we see aren't another form of testing that is this still showing a continuation of the project? Is this about MKUltra, or is this just an excuse for you to go on mad rambles about other shit they're connected i don't i don't know about that like the harrier jet in brazil man i don't even want to talk about that i don't even want to talk about that shit but it works what's what i'm saying sometimes the easiest solution is the right one that was not an easy solution how was that not an easy solution how is this not an easy get? The government was doing this for so long. Yeah. They got caught. Okay, cool. So now they just got to be a little bit better and sneakier about it. Yeah. Have you heard about the CIA? No. 
How do we know? There's a fucking hurricane going on right now down there in, like, fucking Gulf of Mexico right now, and it's going to be hitting Kentucky in, like, five days. And guess what? I didn't know about it till today. Why? Because we have so much saturation of blinding shit that we're just not being able to get the real information that we need. Okay? Like, this is what I'm saying, man. It's all part of the distraction. We got all this shit going on in, 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 in Iraq, and we got all this shit going on with chemtrails, and we got all this shit going on with uh, conspiracy theories, and everybody's on their fucking phone, and everybody's on Facebook and Twitter and Instacock, and it doesn't fucking matter. It's all distraction just to keep us out of the loop so they can do whatever the fuck they want. They're doing it. The mind control is working. It's just not chemical now. It's digital. There's a case to be made about that, but this is where you, this is John, this is where you're going to lose a lot of uh, people who are like new to this type of shit. People came to listen to the show, like this episode specifically. No, I would imagine people who want to like dip their toes in MK ultra probably like they want to listen to the show. They're like, okay, I'll, I'll learn a little bit. And then we hit, we hit them with all these facts and then you go off the fucking (laughs) deep end. All right. And then they're like, "Well, this guy's clearly off his fucking rocker." And then it and then it gets rid of everything like that was legit that you said earlier. I mean, all things I said before are true. I'm just putting <laughs> in my two cents. You connect. You're making a lot of. You in gotta, this case, my two hits of acid. You're. Yeah. But that's why we got you here, Devin. To, why? You, you're here to keep the track straight. I just think we could have made the show only about MK Ultra. You didn't have to go off the deep end. Well, I mean, just teasers for next episode. We're not doing chemtrails. Chemtrails are not real. Oh, we are doing chemtrails because it's a conspiracy theory, and that's what we do. Oh, my God. If you want an episode where we're going to fight, there's a good one right there. Yep, sounds good. Everybody look forward to the chemtrails episode coming to <laughs> a Wolf Takes a Bite near you. <laughs> like as if they're locations. <laughs> Uh, so more on MK Ultra. <laughs> let's uh, let's green it back in, I guess, just a little bit. In Operation Midnight Climax. Well, that just sounds like the sex crime organization yeah, thing that we saw. I mean, se- sex crime. I mean, CIA. <laughs> you know, same thing. Um, in Operation Midnight Climax, the CIA set up several brothels. Within agency safe houses. Yep, that's what uh-huh. I was talking about. What you said? What you this said? This is what I was talking yep. about. Yeah. In San Francisco to obtain San Francisco. A, that's where it was. Sorry. To obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events, basically blackmailing them. Yep. The men were dosed with LSD. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. I'm sure they were. Yep. Yep. Uh, basically any video you watch for porn in 1970s were probably this. Hey, I'm here to deliver a pizza. You want to do some LSD? Oh, fuck yeah. You know, I used to work for the Soviets, but then I moved to the Americas. Now I'm delivering pizza in San Francisco, man. (laughs) Read the fucking notes. I am. What am I, a teleprompter? You're supposed to write them, jackass. In other experience, experiments, in other experiments where people were given LSD without their knowledge, they were integrated under bright lights and interrogated with doctors and background taking notes. They told subjects they would extend their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. 
You're already in for 20 hours. You might as well be honest. Unless you want to keep going. I, melt my brain. But you know what? I, I guarantee you there just had to have been that one guy. <laughs> that one fucking guy. Joke's on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> that one guy is like, oh, yeah, I ain't saying nothing, man. <laughs> You're a talking lizard. And at that time, he probably was. The blue caboose. Blue caboose. I don't know. These might be the Komodos, the RCIA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the canon of the show is ridiculous. I, I just like the references. We got so many now, and it's getting better and better every time. So, the lizard man in the background taking notes told subjects they would uh, extend their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. The people under in this interrogation were CIA employees, U.S. military personnel, and agents suspected of working for the other side in the Cold War. Long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted from this, however. Heroin addicts were also bribed into taking LSD instead of heroin for a while in offers of getting more heroin. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey, take this LSD, and we'll give you more heroin. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. At the invention, or sorry, at the invitation of Stanford psychology graduate student Vic Lovell, and acquired an, an acquaintance of Richard Albert, an acquaintance of Richard Alpert, and Allen Ginsberg, Ken Kenzie, volunteered to take part in what turned out to be a CIA financed study under the Argus of MK Ultra at Milano Park Veterans Hospital, where he worked as a night aide. The project studied the effects of psychoactive drugs, particularly LSD, psilocybin, mescaline, cocaine, AMT, and DMT on people. Danger. <laughs> the Office of Security used LSD in interrogations, but Dr. Sidney Godaleb. Gutilib, Gutilib, a chemist who directed MK Ultra, had other ideas. He thought it could be cool if he used LSD in covert operations, since its effects were only temporary. He believed it could be given to high-ranking officials and in this way affect the course of important meetings, speeches, etc. Yeah, pretty fucking wild, man. Yo, do you think Biden's on fucking LSD? No, but I do think that the presidents have got to be on. I mean, because there's no... It'd be hard to fall asleep, and you would need to be awake and alert, right? So, like, they probably take some shit to fall asleep, and then they probably get jacked up on something in the mornings, too. Yeah. I've I've held that theory for a while. The presidents are on something? Yeah, Biden, Trump, fucking Obama, everybody. Because, dude... Bush, look at Bush. He was wired as a motherfucker. And, and that's another... And that's another... People always say, oh, they, they look so much older because it's eight years of stress. Yeah, sure, but, like, also eight years of heavy drug use would make you look that <laughs> fucked up, too. That's, like That's a good point. That's like, a good point. They're, you, they gotta be so stressed constantly and under constant... How do they fall asleep? They can't. They gotta take something. But then they gotta wake up and be alert and ready to make fucking crucial-ass decisions... They're probably fucking taking meth in the mornings, dude. I don't fuck. I don't know if it's meth, but it's there's got to be something, man. They got to be on a cocktail of shit. Now down at your local drug mart, get your new bowl of methios. Oh, no, nah, dude, it'll be good, some good shit. It'll be no, <laughs> no, methios, yeah. the cereal for presidents. 
the fucking uh, what was it the the chemical core of of the army? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, they're they're cooking some good shit up for I'm those sure. guys. I'm sure. Yeah, you got to be ready to make some good decisions. Psilocybin toast. Yeah, but you can't also be like, well, there's no way they're tripping. Are you sure? Yeah, have there's no seen, way. Have you seen a couple of these people talk? I'm just saying. There's a few times where I'm like, <laughs> I hope you're not talking about our, our. I hope you're not talking about our great president, sir. As the experiment progressed, a point arrived where outsiders were drugged with no explanation whatsoever, and surprise acid trips became something of an occupational hazard among CIA operatives. <laughs> That sounds like a good day at work. <laughs> go to the office, go to lunch, and then all of a sudden come back and be like, holy shit, Mr. Barry is a lizard. Yo, this mac and cheese is looking weird, man. <laughs> it's talking to me, man. Fuck, they did it again. I got shit to do today. <laughs> <laughs> it just be like a practical joke. They just slip it into each other's See, fucking coffee. Look, we got Barry again. Look at this. Look, watch this. Watch this shit. That one guy, so again, another another scenario of that one guy in the office, everybody's just sitting there watching him all day long, and they everybody goes by and puts a drop of LSD in his <laughs> coffee every time they pass his desk, and he's just sitting there getting fucked up, man. And then he's just, like, walking through, and, he's like, and they're like, all right, Barry, it's your turn to do the announcements. <laughs> Barry's oh, like, shit. <laughs> dude, I came in hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I did this before. What are you talking about? <laughs> What do you mean you're high? You gotta be to do this job. <laughs> they call him Flash because he's now he's just moving so fucking slow. He's like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something wrong with the fax machine. Don't worry, man. I know how to talk to it. Sorry, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have an important job either. His job literally is yeah. just like um, he's like an intern. Yeah, no, no. What's the what's the what's the guy? Uh, I just watched it last night from uh, Catch Me If You Can. What was the division that he was in? Like fraud checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's the, that's Barry's position, and they're just fucking him up. They're like the numbers, man. The numbers say the numbers, Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> the numbers are everywhere. It's all connected. The clock means checks, and checks mean clocks. It's like a club, right? Like as soon I mean, as you, yeah. as soon as you sign up to be like a field agent or something, they're like, yeah, well, there's an initiation process. They take his application and they've like already put fucking LSD on his skin. An hour later, he's like, tripping. "Hey, dude, if you can't oh, handle, they can put it in the ink thing when they do yeah, the dude, fingerprinting. If you, if you can't handle your shit, bro, you can't, you can't be part of the club." <laughs> and is it's funny though because like the no, it's F really fucked up. Actually, the, the CIA can do that, but the FBI, they're like. They're like the straight edge dudes of the government. What? FBI are not allowed to drink, smoke, or or do any kind of drugs whatsoever. You have lost. They're it. not allowed to have a single smudge on their record. Not one. Yeah, on the record. They're not allowed to have ever. Do you think they have anything? Do you think the CIA has anything on their record? Just to be a cook, you have to have a security clearance. It's insane. Yeah, I know. I'm saying the CIA is probably just the fuck boys. They're the frat. Um, I don't think so. And then the FBI is like I don't the younger so. brother who's like straight and be like, come on, man, let's be serious. I don't think so. Yeah, Hoover, I've Hoover, met FBI agents. And Hoover like, was, yeah, well, no shit. The ones you meet, you're, they're, of course they're straight as. They're not doing the cool shit. The cool shit is like. I don't think like, anybody in the FBI is doing cool shit. I think it's all like criminal minds, and they're just. That's know, pretty cool. I mean, it looks cool in criminal minds, but you don't <laughs> see them drinking. They do drink in that show. Do they really? Yeah. Well, that's false information. 
bro, no. They definitely go out for drinks and shit. There's no way. You gotta you gotta get drunk after a fucking after seeing dead bodies mutilated all fucking day. Nah, dude, you need a you need a fucking drink. You need a nice tall glass of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it back full circle. Kafafi. Speaking of Kafafi, uh, LSD was given to people in normal settings without warning. At, a, at first, it's everyone in a technical in technical services tried it. A <laughs> typical experiment involved two people in a room where they observed each other for hours and took notes while high on LSD. Just Fuck. basically two people sitting in a closet staring at each other. As the experimentation progressed, at the point a point <laughs> arrived where outsiders were drugged, and we talked about this. And here's the crazy thing: we made this joke, and I didn't read the farther the point, but here it is. At first, reactions often occurred, such as an operative who received the drug in his morning coffee, Barry. Yeah, dude. Yeah, became psychotic and ran across Washington, seeing a monster in every car that he passed. Bro, just just the two people sitting in like a room was like it's like really <laughs> quiet for like the first two hours. It's like, dude, do we do we kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they did. <laughs> they definitely kissed. Just fucking Frank and George <laughs> hanging out in the closet. God, I can't imagine. Like, hey, Frank, uh, I don't know if I normally say this, but uh, you might want to write this down. But uh, that mustache looking pretty good on you. <laughs> I think I might want to take it for a ride. A little tickle on my tickle on my lip a little bit. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> What a fucking dumpster fire. It'll sound good in post. I know. The experiments continued even after Frank Olsen. <laughs> I'm just hitting banger after banger. The continuing. <laughs> the experiments continued even after Frank Olsen, an army chemist who had never taken LSD, was covertly dosed by his CIA supervisor. Nine days later, plugged into his death from plunged to his whoa nine days later plunged to his death from a window on the 13th story of a new york city hotel room supposedly as a result due to deep depression included or induced by the drug according to steven keisner olsen had approached his super a superior sometime earlier doubting the morality of the project and mm-hmm. asked to resign from the CIA. So did he jump or was he thrown? Did you hear about the uh, the call? There was somebody like on the for like the phones in the hotel. Interesting. And uh, they heard two voices uh, on the on the phone that same day around the same time. And one voice said, "He's gone," and the other voice said, "Um." That's unfortunate. Yeah. Fucking crazy. So you can confirm that? Where was that at? I don't remember where I heard that from. I'll find out. <clears throat> yeah, because... What, what was the guy's name that jumped out? Frank Olson. Okay. So we should be taking notes on this, because this is stuff that we could talk about in episode two. You know what I mean? The stories after the stories. We'll get some of the names out of this, and we can do some of that for episode two. Uh, some subjects' participation was consensual, and in these cases, they appear to be singled out for even more extreme experiments. In one case, seven volunteers in Kentucky were given LSD for t- seven, 77 consecutive days. Uh, MK Ultra's researchers later dismissed LSD as 
too unpredictable in its results. Uh, they gave up on the notion that LSD was the secret that was going to unlock the universe, uh, but it still had a place in the cloak and dagger arsenal. However, in 1962, the CIA and the Army developed a series of super hallucinogens such as the highly touted BZ, which was thought to hold greater promise as a mind control weapon. This resulted in the withdrawal of support by many academics, uh, academias and private researchers, and LSD research became less of a priority altogether. Now, I'm... Interested, what is this drug BZ? I got no idea. Benzodiazepine? No way. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Also, that has a D. Yeah, but it could be abbreviated BZ. Benzo. That's what they're called on the, on the street, I believe, benzos. Quincycetyl benzolate. <laughs> you got me, dog. Oh, it's in the CVS uh, pharmacy. You can get a prescription for it. What's it for? Uh, let's see. It's an odorless and bitter-tasting uh, military incapacitating agent. BZ is an antagonist of mosociconic acetylene receptors whose structure is the ester of benzolytic acid with an alcohol derived from quinoline's inside. What the fuck? It's a white crystalline powder with a bitter taste. It is stable on, in most solvents with half-life of three years to four weeks in, in moist air. Even heat-producing um, heat mutations can disperse it. Uh, it is extremely present in soil, water, and found on most surfaces, actually. BZ is a soluble water. Is soluble in water and soluble in diluted acids. Other things I shouldn't say on the podcast. Uh, most organic solvents, blah, blah, blah. So what does it do? Oh, here's a keyword: guinea pig. Also, um, the dimensions of the window that he supposedly jumped out of, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't really match up with the story. It doesn't seem like it's like a window he could really, like, throw himself through. Interesting. Okay, so in ancient spiritual rituals up to the present day, uh, here it is. Here it is. <clears throat> okay, hold on. This page is terrible. Can I, can I send it to you? Got it. CIA agent Robert Lashbrook phoned Dr. Harold Amerson, the doctor working with the CIA who had sta- uh, who had sedated Olson earlier uh, with that drug, LSD, I'm assuming, uh, from the hotel room. Let me restart that. CIA agent Robert Lashbrook phoned Dr. Harold Amerson from the hotel room via the system in use in 1953. Lashbrook had to use the hotel operator to place the call. So they still had those old uh, telelines where, you know, you could pick up other people's conversations if the plug wasn't undone right. Um, had a place to call in a number, to a number in Long Island. The hotel operator stayed on the line and heard the call in its entirety after the call was connected and answered. The caller only stated the following. 
Well, he's gone. The other party then stated, well, that's too bad. Both parties then hung up. Crazy. There's a lot more in that. We can cover that more, but I just wanted to show you that. that I'm telling you, there's there's so much in this topic, bro. And we're we're actually, I mean, this is the episode. Yeah. I mean, but we got to wrap this up. We absolutely have to go yeah, round two with this. There's way more. And I, I can, I mean, there's, you, you've done a great job of covering the general, but there's a lot of like really in-depth stuff that we could cover. I, yeah. told, I told you, man, I, I looked into this shit a while back I ago. think this would be great to do in another episode. I mean, there's so much more even just topical notes that I have right here. I'm barely through any of it. Um, let me make a note here. EP2 start. Um, but, yeah, that's – this is a big one. This is definitely a lot bigger one than I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm excited. So when I, when I found out we were doing this, I texted you those those two people. I was like, because it's really like important to the to the whole narrative. Yeah, I was just gonna go general, but I definitely thought I would you know do some more uh, in depth later. So this is great. So we'll get another episode of this. Oh, for sure. Um. So yeah. Um. Also, uh, <laughs> in an interview, uh, before it was all like declassified and stuff, um. I don't know who said it, but uh, they were in an interview and they were like they knew of MK Ultra, and a reporter goes, uh, "What do you know about MK Ultra?" And he goes, "Oh, we stopped doing that in the '50s." And keep in mind, this is before it was declassified, so it was like that was like a huge leak. Hmm. So it was like, oh, they just confirmed that that was going on or whatever. So this has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite out of MK Ultra. Definitely going to be a part two. And as always, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite Pod. Of course, this episode is brought to you by Great Man Media. You can find us at GreatManMediaCo.com. Absolutely. As well as also, please consider donating to our Patreon at Great Man Media. Uh, that helps all of our shows, including mine. We'll be back next week for another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. I love you guys. Remember, question everything, and we'll see you on the next one. Have you ever listened to your outro? Yes. Every time I edit, I listen to it. Guess everything. I'm sorry. It's habit. What'd you do? Everything's fine. What'd you do? Utah. (laughs) (laughs) What a world. They murdered that guy. Yeah. (laughs) That happened. That straight up happened. That did that. (laughs) That fucking happened. Happened. That did that. <laughs> that fucking happened. Come and get your drugs. I like that. <laughs> Slate five and action. Yeah. What's the matter, baby? Getting really high with MK Ultra Spiracy. Spiracy. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, love drug. <laughs> what? Getting really fucked up. Ah. Uh. Oh, whoa, whoa. Getting super high on LSD. Come and get your drugs. <laughs> Come and get your drugs. Come and get Come your, and get your drugs. drugs.
just your song. No, I'm reading it. Come and get your drugs. What the hell's the matter with you? When you gotta get your drugs from the U.S. government. <laughs> it was fun, but now you gotta come back to reality. CIA. <laughs> MK Ultra. <laughs> MK Plus Ultra. Canceled. <laughs> Come and get your drugs. Come and get your drugs. Solid. <laughs> yeah. That's a